This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats Beats. with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. Brought to you by Albait Resort, a renovation of style in the heart of Sharjah. Assalamu alaikum, hello Allah and welcome back to the second hour of Life Beats today on Pulse 95 with me, Sally Musa. We are about to jump into the whole topic of the holy month. Ramadan is coming up and yes, it is about fasting. It is about observing uh, religious practices, but it's also about the joy of connecting with our families, the joy of connecting with our kids. How do we create that? How do we especially create that with young kids? Well, we're going to talk about creating Ramadan memories, creating Ramadan rituals and traditions with our kids, with the founder of Tenshia, Anissa Sharif, conscious parenting expert. She joins me next, right here. Here on Pulse 95. The heart of Shaja. This is Pulse 95. Heart of Shaja. Life beats. Life beats with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. 95. Welcome back to Life Beats right here on Pulse 95. Just getting into one very big conversation with the fabulous Anissa Sharif. She is back, conscious parenting expert and founder of Tensia. So good to have you back, Anissa. Oh, I'm happy to be back. Yes, just before Ramadan as well. Yeah. So just in time. Um, because th- I love this topic. It's interesting because years ago, this is actually how I met you. Uh-huh. Um, we did a radio interview many years ago. Yeah. Um, and you'd actually come in to talk about parenting and Ramadan and the way that, yes, you know, yes, Ramadan is a, is a spiritual time. Mm-hmm. Um, it is the holy month. But actually, Ramadan, for everybody, you know, who practices really really the intention behind it is that it is a time for change this is when we can change ourselves for the better and this is the whole idea behind fasting Mm -hmm. behind prayer behind you know all of these extra different things that we do in Ramadan uh, because our creator basically (laughs) said I'm going to give you a month and Mm. you know know, when we talk about self-help books and and that kind of thing they give you the 30 day challenge well this is our 30 day challenge on so many levels isn't it so true so so talk to me about this you know you actually reached out to um, to the parents in in Tenshia Mm -hmm. and you asked them about their Ramadan Ramadan rituals and they yeah. came back with some great responses. It was amazing, Sally, because I wanted I had this hypothesis that I wanted to test. And I wanted to ask people what is the most um, joyful memories that they have from their childhood in Ramadan. And I got really amazing um, answers. I mean, somebody was telling me about a ritual that they used to do back in their um, village in India before Ramadan, so they would, the whole village will declutter, you know, they'll, they'll declutter their homes and they will pack all of these stuff and give them to the poor. And this is kind of the memories that he had. People talk to me about making food with their moms, uh, sambusa or, you know, kakilaid or the uh, Ma'mool. Eid, yeah, yeah. Ma'mool or the cookies that they make um, for Eid. 
uh, one nice memory was like um, somebody shared something that their mom used to wash their hands and faces with rose water oh, on the first day. So that is beautiful. That's so beautiful. And somebody was talking about the calendar of Ramadan, where they, the their father would bring the calendar and they would stick it in the in the wall and they will just scrap uh, each day. Memories like these. And when I kind of looked at it and I thought about it, I I didn't see anything materialistic or extravagant, you know. It's small little things that are sticking with us mm. from our childhood. And these are the memories that we want to create with our kids. And, uh, you know, these memories, when you kind of go through them, the parents are always present with their kids. Exactly. It's about time spent exactly. together. Yeah. Which is yeah. amazing. You know, yeah. it's not about the most expensive gift. No. It is not about, you know... An activity, an, an amazing activity or a painting or... You know, people get into this trap. We want to make it extra special for our kids. Yeah. So we think we should buy lots of stuff. Right. And right. we should plan lots of activities. Because we feel guilty. Because a lot of yeah. the time we can't be there for our kids and for whatever reason. What ends up happening that we are more stressed and more angry and we don't actually create good memories with our kids. Exactly. You get that question a lot, don't you, in terms mm-hmm. of parents saying, well, how can I be more patient during yeah. Ramadan? I mean, just think about it. The, the question has the answer with it. I mean, that's the whole point. This is a month where you should go slower, less stressed, connect, ground yourself, less... Um, cooking meals but we end up doing more cooking for some reason I don't reason. know how that happens you know I don't know how we go to the supermarket and it looks like you know the the end of time is, is coming tomorrow exactly. and everybody's clearing out the shelves I don't get that because you're actually meant to be eating less yeah you, you're meant to eat less you're meant to be lighter and to connect but we kind of manage somehow to stress ourselves mm. even more mm. we complicate things we do we yeah. do yeah. And in your mind, you're like, uh, well, actually, just do the opposite of what you're doing right now. Um, th- you know, but l- let's kind of uh, break this down. You know, we've talked about some of the, the rituals and the traditions that uh, mm-hmm. people have grown up with and that they carry on as well now with their kids. But so what is the difference between a ritual versus a habit? Hmm. Really great question. See, the habits are things that we do just because we have to do them. Like, Mm. you know, you brush your teeth, you make your bed, you comb your hair, and you don't really think about it because Mm. it's a habit. Now, rituals are something that we do with an intention. So we think about it. And it's like the niya in Islam. So you have to uh, put the niya first. Why are you doing this? And sadly, lots of our beautiful rituals end up being habits we just do them because we do them give us an example of what you mean oh okay i, I don't want to go into the um uh religious or talk about yeah, that yeah. but i mean like even this the very obvious thing that mm. prayers for example it can end up being just a habit that you do just because you're used to because you've just done the, it for years. Yeah, yeah, but the intention, the slowing down, taking that moment and forgetting everything about 
the outer world and connecting with God, with yourself, and praying. Yeah. When you lose the intention, it goes away. Another example from a practical uh, perspective, okay? So I can go and decide that I want to decorate a plate of dates or nuts with, with my child. If my intention is to make it pretty or to impress my guests, uh, it's going to be a very stressful uh, process. I'll be worrying about where she's putting things and I'll start correcting her all the time and 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 it might end up not being a so nice experience. You just get end up getting annoyed. Exactly, because your intention is is getting that play done in a nice way. Yeah. If your intention is to connect with your child, right? You wouldn't really care what she's doing because your intention is to have a good time. Mm-hmm. So you'll end up creating something that might not look as beautiful, but you'll both have a good time doing it. You'll have some good laughs doing it. You'll be happier and your child will be happier and they will feel your love. And she's going to have memories And she will that. remember when she was little, she used to decorate the date place. And when someone like me comes and asks her a few years ago, what's your most joyful memories in Ramadan? She might say this or give it as an example. So... And then we might end up having a nice plate that we can be proud presenting to our guests as well. This is such a powerful um, kind of aha moment, really, that the difference between what we do every day, between it just being a habit and a routine and it becoming a ritual and a tradition and something that is a joyful memory is intention, is intention. Mm -hmm. Keep that thought, hold that thought. We're going to come back and uh, discuss that in a bit more detail in just a moment. Anissa Sharif is uh, with me right here on Life Beats on Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. Life Beats Beats. with Sally Musa, only on Pulse 95. We are talking uh, Ramadan and creating that joy with kids and uh, starting new traditions, starting new rituals as well with Anissa Sharif. Anissa, um, you know, we talked about the difference, which I think is just key to this whole thing. Mm -hmm. The difference between, you know, just doing something out of habit and making it um, a ritual or a tradition or, or something that is beautiful. You know, it reminds me of that famous uh, Maya Angelou quote. It's not, you know, what you say or what you do. It's how you make people feel. Exactly. And intention is central to that whole process of making memories that are unforgettable, that Mm -hmm. last a lifetime. Um, But so, you know, for you, um, why is it important for kids to have these rituals? I mean, we have to think of it as, uh, let me give you an example. So you're joining a new company right and you need to feel the sense of belonging and identity and we do this a lot in corporations Mm. we create our own rituals to make or create the sense of belonging it's exactly how it works with kids because they're coming to this new world and especially the little ones so they're coming here They don't know where is this place, what is this life, what are they expected to do. 
And we always talk about routines as an important thing that you have to set for kids, right? Because they need to know what to expect. So that's routines. Rituals has a deeper um, impact. It creates this sense of belonging. It creates a sense of identity that we all need as human beings. We need to feel part of a group. And this feeling kind of grow and happens through rituals. Yeah. So when we have deep rituals, and especially if these rituals are based or rooted in connection, that's the ultimate. That's what creates a balanced personality. Something got lost along the way, though, you know, because we used to have more of those rituals yeah. in the past. But now it's kind of like it feels a little bit like we're starting from scratch as parents almost. Um, where where did things kind of get lost? And, and how do how do we we're, we're going to talk about in the next segment how we get that back. But where do, where do you think it kind of all got lost? Yeah, that's a good question, though. It's I think we're trying to be so different and so modern. Mm. And this is a trap we all fall in, including myself, you know. And sometimes some of us carry injuries from their childhood or their past, so they don't want to associate with with that phase of their life. Mm-mm. Plus, everything that's happening in our community is becoming more commercial, uh, running uh, all the time, just trying to achieve some goals that we don't even know who decided on them. So it's a combination between personal, some cases, and the whole cultural change that, that societies are going through. Yeah. And it's sad because now I can see this, like all the Instagram accounts, like mom bloggers, and, and because they want to bring back that spirit of Ramadan, what ended up happening I feel over the few past years that we're commercializing it and we are making it extravagant. We're buying more stuff. We're decorating our houses with more stuff. I'm not against decorating, but I mean, like, we don't have to overdo it in Mm. a commercial way and spend lots of money. Going back to the essence of why are we doing this? Do we want to slow down? Do we want to connect? We can do this in many, many ways. And we don't have to make it more pressure with activities. I get questions from moms. What can I do to make it special? And there's lots of ideas now on on social media of activities that you can do or you should do because people say you should do this with your kids. But who said you should do anything? Go on and overschedule yourself exactly in Ramadan, just like you do the rest of the year yeah. when actually we should just be slowing down. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it really is about spending the time, yeah. taking the time, spending the time with your kids, just being there for the simplest things. True. It's, you know, it's actually amazing. You know what, when, if you, if each of us sat down with our kids and asked them what they really truly want, they're not going to come up with something. No materialistic no. they're not going to come up with stuff that we need to buy they're going to say i want you there mm-hmm. for this i want to watch a movie with you yeah. i want to do this with you 
I want to read a book with you. Mm-hmm. You know, we just finished a whole hour all about reading with kids. And, yeah. um, you know, these are the things that are important. We're going to continue the conversation next, uh, talking about how to create your own rituals in Ramadan. It's an opportunity to connect with our kids, but also for parents to kind of declutter exactly and make lots of great changes mm-hmm. that are going to just bring the joy yeah. back to life. That's what we're talking about today on Life Beats on Pulse 95. Pulse 95. You're listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Pulse 95. It's Pulse 95. Life Beats. Life Beats. With Sally Musa. Only on Pulse 95. 95. Oh, I tell you what, it is uh, so great because we're talking about, you know, um, doing activities with your kids to bring the joy of Ramadan out. Um, but Anissa, you know, what's interesting about the, the conversation that we've been having off here is the whole idea of social media. Yeah. Social media is fantastic. It's mm-hmm. great. It connects us, you know, lots of great ideas and whatever. But do you know something that I noticed when social media kind of was at peak with things like Instagram, with things mm-hmm. like Pinterest, um, all of that stuff? Um, you know, you saw it, it was kind of more general as in like, you know, if you're a parent, you should be doing these cool like Star Wars sandwiches and the oh, kids lunch God. boxes yeah. and God knows what, <laughs> you know, the crazy things that people yeah. post up online. Right. Mm-hmm. Which are great and cute. And if you have like five hours to make the lunch in yeah. the morning. And if you're it. crafty and you have a talent. Yeah, go for it. Go Please for do. it. If it knocks your socks off. Fantastic. Yeah. However, <laughs> and the same thing. So the same thing happened for Ramadan. Uh-huh. You know, I feel like. Lots of uh, things are being posted up about this activity and that activity, yeah. and yeah. this is going to be great for your kids. And 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 parents, from you know, as you know, I, and mm-hmm. I know, I'm kind of looking at it going, oh my god, who, who's got the time to do all of that? Yeah, look at it and go, what? Oh, if is that what it looks like to be a really good do parent? Do I have to do this? Yeah, do I have to do these thirty activities mm-hmm. in thirty days? Yeah, or I'm a bad parent, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> So let's talk about how do we how do we kind of go about um, you know creating our own rituals and traditions mm-hmm. that are going to make us happy. Yeah. So yeah, there is lots of stuff and pressure coming from social media, and I don't want to criminalize uh, social media or bloggers who are there. Some of them like they're doing great job, but at the end of the day, it's my responsibility to know who I am. And what I'm good at and what would bring joy, as you said, to my life and choose that. I mean, some people are good with activities. Yeah, brilliant. They're great with crafts, whatever, glitter. Please do that. If that's going to make you happy or make (laughs) your kids happy, do them. I'm someone who is really bad with this. It it really stressed me out. The idea that I'm going to sit and and cut things to shape and do them. I'm, I'm not good at this. So if I'm going to compare myself or think that this is the only way to connect with my child, I'm, I'm doomed, yeah. you know? Yeah. What I'm going to encourage people to, I'm just give them a few ideas to think about, okay? So the first thing, the first, first thing, and we don't want this to be something to add more stress or pressure on you. We're not going to give you a list of things to do. No, no, not, not that. <laughs> the first thing you need to think is to declutter. Not Mm. your, I mean, it's a good idea to declutter your closets, but declutter your life and your thinking. So think of something that stresses you out. 
and you really don't enjoy, mm-hmm. but you're doing it out of habit and get rid of that. Just yeah. commit to getting rid of this. Mm-hmm. So this is a way that you create more space in your life. So, so it's not just things that you have that you don't want. Yeah. Get rid of those, but also things that you do exactly. maybe every day. Mm-hmm. That really requires so, thought. Exactly. You need to think yeah. of something that really stresses you out. If it's cooking iftar and sahur every day or thinking of like the million dishes that you need to create, if this stresses you out, it doesn't bring you joy. If you enjoy it, do it. If it stresses you out, Make it once a week. You don't have to make a, a huge, um, you know, table and lots of dishes every day. Go simple with that. So that's an example. You can find these things that stresses you out and get rid of them mm-hmm. and commit to change your lifestyle. This will give you more energy, more time to add something that would be a great ritual that will connect you. So replace that, the stressful habit with a nice ritual that you can create with your children right so first it has to be something that fits with your lifestyle mm. something that you do and you enjoy and it's already a routine in your house yeah if you enjoy cooking then make it around cooking if you enjoy craft making around craft whatever it is uh, this thing that you would create requires that you do something with your child not them doing something so it's not like go do this activity or you need to finish this verse of Quran you or can't you need send to them it. off to do something no. it has to be you and them yeah. together this is how you create memory this again, is what we create connection spending time again yes. you know this is really the, the vital focus that's it and it can be such a simple thing mm. like washing their hands and faces with rose water I just love that. This is amazing. So beautiful. Or just hanging this um, uh, calendar and, you know, taking the days off or preparing a, a plate of dates before iftar every day. It could be anything. Yeah. It shouldn't be stressful and you shouldn't spend money on it. Mm. We are we live in abundance and that's a good thing. But we don't want that to be the center of our connection buying stuff yeah it shouldn't be the focus yes so this is a challenge for all the listeners today get rid of something that stresses you commit to that and think of a ritual that you can do with your kids intentionally with your kids that fits in your routine doesn't stress you out and you don't have to spend money on and the best place to go to find ideas is your memories, your childhood memories. Think of things that you enjoyed as a child. We, what, what did you enjoy as a child? I really enjoyed, and this is a very strong memory from Ramadan uh, that I have, is all the preparation, the food preparation that used to happen before the month starts. And I remember that I used to um, help my mom Uh, you know, washing and drying spices and rice and all of the stuff. And the house would be full of these amazing aromas. So that's that was one of the things that I remember about Ramadan. Beautiful. And you can just think about things that you enjoyed. What about Jenna now? She's mm-hmm. six, I think. She's going. Uh, she's turning seven she's, next month. Oh, lovely. Yeah. 
I mean, I asked her this <laughs> last night. <laughs> I was doing a research. I asked everybody, what's your joyful memories? And she looked at me and she said, I don't have childhood memories yet. I'm still a child. I'm still building them. <laughs> and I'm like, right. Okay. So, yeah, we. I didn't intentionally. And thank you for bringing this uh, topic and asking me to talk about because I was thinking about the rituals that we do. I do with her. We do a lot of things, mainly cooking in Ramadan. Uh, but I've never intentionally thought of it. So this Ramadan, I'm going to put the intention there and create a ritual that we can do every single year. I love it. Mm. I love it. We're all going to be putting uh, intentions into our actions yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, th- you know, if we come away from w- w- from the show with nothing except the fact that we need to put intention Do you know what's really interesting? Mm -hmm. I mean, yes, we're talking about it and it's something that, you know, we've done from the very beginning. It's a Muslim thing, right? Mm -hmm. But even Oprah, you know, she was asked about her show, why she's so successful. That's what she said. And she goes, I put intention into everything Mm -hmm. that I do. And when you hear her speak, she always talks about intention. This is great. I mean, and all what we've been saying in this hour, it doesn't have... It's not only exclusive to Muslims, by the way. It's for everyone. It's for everyone. And the fact that we live in a country where in Ramadan we have shorter working hours, school finishes earlier, that means more time to spend with a family. So even for people who are not fasting, it's a chance to think of a ritual that you can create with your kids. Something yeah. to get out of, uh, to get rid of, that stresses you out. Put Instead of it, a ritual that you enjoy and create some memories. Yeah, yeah, mm. do it. This is uh, the 30-day challenge, really, yep. for everybody. Just, you know, do whatever works for you. And the, the most important thing is, yes, social media is great, but don't compare yourself to anybody else no, on social you're media. You're unique. Your kids are unique. Yes. Your life and family is unique. So look for like the jewels that you can get from your history, from your culture, from your own belief system. And create something that's perfect for you. I love it. It's beautiful. Anissa Sharif, thank you so much. Always thank you for having me. Such a joy. And Ramadan Kareem to you. We won't be saying before you. Ramadan yeah. starts. Amazing. Thank you so much. That's it for us here on Life Beats today. We are going to be back again with you tomorrow from 10 a.m. So do join us then. We've got Imam Bin Sheba coming in for our page turner, our brand new segment all about the love of books. That's tomorrow right here on Life Beats on Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 10 a.m.